The following program is intended for mature audiences. Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. It's Big Boom Radio Friday, people, so it's time once again for the Big Boom Radio podcast, Riffs and Rants, with Johnny Teflon and Michael Sean Lee. Both barrels, both sides, and a lot of good music, too. All I know is this violates every canon of respectable broadcasting. Indeed it does, my friend, indeed it does. And we'll be right back, folks, after the first gem of the day.
Very nice. Very nice. That's how we start the new year right there. That That's is how, how we, we should start it. the new year. I like it. I like it. Was that my call or yours? Uh, it was a mutual. Was it? Yes, and it's a good way yeah. to start the right. new year. All We're right. of, like of like it. minds. Yes, yes. Um, for the uninitiated, those who don't know, who are, must be living in caves, that was Keep Yourself Alive uh, by the uh, once and future uh, immortal queen. Yep. Uh, it was, uh, <laughs> and I kind of laugh because it, it, that, that song was off their 73 debut album, Queen. Mm -hmm. Like, nobody knew what was coming. Right. You know, right. nobody knew who Freddie Mercury was at that point. It was like, look out, guys. Here it mm -hmm. comes. Mm -hmm. Here it comes. And oddly enough, that song, as a single... It was actually their first single release. Did nothing. No it kidding. It did nothing in, in England. It did nothing in the U.S. It tanked. And umpteen years later, 2008, Rolling Stone, on their list of uh, the 100 greatest guitar songs of all time, put it in at number 31. Hmm. You know, so it just goes to show sometimes people don't know. Right. They just don't know. I don't know what you'd attribute that to. You know, huh. maybe they were so different for 1973 that people well, yeah, just couldn't I mean, recognize it. The, both the pacing and the power. Yeah. You know, for 73, was it? Yeah. That's a lot for 1973. Yeah, that was, that was kind of, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that, that motor was running yeah, for 1973. Yeah, that was like Quaalude tunes and, and yeah. like, you know, getting mellow and being all warm and fuzzy. And, and now, shit, if you remember, you know? part of the ecology of Johnny Teflon was yeah. my first album I ever got was Queen, The Game. Okay. Back in, I guess it was like third grade or something. Yeah. So I've, I've enjoyed Queen for a very long time, nice. but when I made the decision amongst all these classic rock artists to say pick the five that I was really going to be you know, yeah. devoted to, yeah. um, it was you know, them, Van Halen, The Who, The Cars, yeah. and... Wow, you picked off Queen in the third grade? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that was that was in forward thinking, Johnny. You were ahead of everybody. They were on good. That one, I'm they sure. were good. But oh, yeah. the song that was that really drove that album was another one by Sadust, and yeah. that was very radio friendly. Oh God, yes. Because it almost had a disco tone it to it. It very much which, did. You know, yeah, that they, goes. they they never. But you got to respect <laughs> Queen because they never completely acqu acquiesced. Yes. To the whole, you know, we got to do disco now thing, which right. there are an awful lot of bands that can't say that. Right. You right. know. But again, once I decided, you know, I was gonna really get into these guys. The the, the song that turned me on the most was "Keep Yourself Alive." Yeah. So, oh, currently reigning as my favorite Queen it's song. It's a scorcher. It's yep. a nice. And um, I gotta say, a great way to start off 2021. Absolutely. Ha Happy New Year, John. Happy New Year. Very, we made it. Very good. Very good <laughs> to be back. And yes, somehow we survived 2020. We pissed off a couple bookies too, yeah, but we one made or two, it. One or two. Yes. <laughs> yes. And somehow. We survived the celebrating the end of 2020 thing over the last couple of weekends. I don't know about you, but it did get indulgent. It well, definitely did. Uh, you were you were doing it for both of us then. I had uh, a quiet New Year's. Um, oh, very nice. All right. Yeah, you know, at home, do a little little introspection. Yeah. My overall holidays were very very nice. Just spent time with family. Nothing crazy. All right. All right. Uh, so I'm kind of recharged now for 2021. That's, that's, that's very respectable. Yep. And I do assure you that I did make up for it. I most definitely <laughs> Good. did. Good. You know? Our man in the field. Yeah. There's there's a worldwide. <laughs> vodka shortage going on right now and folks I am to blame You're but hey that's the way one. to kiss off 2020 man <laughs> you know but uh, but you know talking about New Year's did you New did years. you make any resolutions John uh, I got two I okay. got two basically yeah. a uh, one gotta lose weight gotta get back in fighting trim I would love to enter like a tough man contest, but right now I beat myself up I probably <laughs> dropped dead after about three minutes ouch um that and I guess you know ruthless expansion of Big Boom Radio. I like it's it. It's time to, where the rubber meets the road. Yep, it's time. I, I think 2021 is a good year for ruthless expansion. I, yeah. I, I like the sound of that. The the Just ruthless people part under your of it. boot heel and you know, <laughs> stuff like that. And 
dirty-faced kids with their faces pressed up against the windows of the studio, and I'm like, go away, you! Very nice. B, get them! I, I, I like it. I do. I think B is up to the task. I think she's been fully trained and ready to fully. rock and roll. I think we're ready to I go. Like it. Yeah. I like it. Well, I'm not, a, I'm not a big fan of making resolutions myself. Um, you know, my usual resolution, you know, it was funny, back in the day, you know, I'm sure when you, when you were a young man, you did the same thing. It was, you know, be cool. You know, mm-hmm. definitely just be cool. And it evolved at some point. I forget where I lost it. Um, <laughs> but it evolved into just don't look like an asshole. Right. You know, just right. don't, don't, don't make it. I make think expectations get fool. more realistic yeah. as time goes on. Don't suck. You right, know? right. <laughs> That's, I think my general overall resolution is just try not to suck. Okay? That's fair. That's yeah. fair. However, there are some people that I sincerely hope made New Year's resolutions going into this year. Go and, on. And <laughs> in case they didn't, uh-huh. I feel compelled to make them for them. Now, are these people we all know, like famous types? Yes. Or? Oh, yes. Okay. We're, we're, talking, we're talking the movers, the shakers, the opinion ah, makers. The cultural um, elite. Indeed. All indeed. right. We could, we could refer to them as that. Um, obviously, you know, there's a, there's a political component to this. Um, we have a new administration mm-hmm. coming in starting January 20th, I think. Um, <laughs> and and there are definitely some resolutions I hope some of those folks made, and uh, I'd love to share them with you, John, if you wouldn't mind me taking a moment. No, go right ahead. I, I think that's a, a capital idea. I, I like it. I like it. All right, let's proceed. Okay. Um, as far as New Year's resolutions go, of course, top of the list is um, you know our incoming new president, Joe Biden. Um, I hope he made the resolution for 2021. Uh, don't die. Don't you go just dying don't on die. me. Needs to take care of himself. Whatever you do, Joe, <laughs> don't die. Please, please don't die. Okay? I, have a, I have a number of reasons why uh, I really, really hope he lives through his first term. Because, of course, he said he's not going to run for a second term, uh, which is good because he'll be, what, 82 yeah, uh, in four in years, something, something along those lines. <laughs> um, but I think he really needs to, amongst other things... Um, Keep the quote-unquote progressives in line, you know. Keep keep a wrap on that whole thing, you know. I just, I, I generally, I get nervous because you know now that now that uh, soon to be former President Donald Trump is is on his way out of office, I really don't think the Democratic Party ever owned uh, their contribution to creating Trump. Mm-hmm. Uh, they never once stood up and took responsibility for a lot of different things that I think created this. I mean, everything in life, just about everything, I should say, is a reaction to something else. Sure. I believe that as well. And if you didn't see Donald Trump as a reaction to something, mm-hmm. then quite frankly, you're a fucking idiot. Yep. All right. You, you don't understand <laughs> uh, what that was a result of. And a lot of it was... Um, you know, the, the progressive ideology, which I'm not opposed to. There's nothing wrong with being progressive, to be into new ideas and, and moving things along. There is a serious problem, or I have a serious problem, with jamming that shit down other people's throats who aren't interested. Bingo. And, uh, and that's, that's a big concern of mine going into, you know, this, this new administration. I know mm. a lot of times it happens, uh, you know, particularly when a, one party or the other owns the White House for two terms. Right. You know, I think it happened after two terms of George Bush. I think it happened after two terms of uh, Barack Obama that people were cramming these ideas down other people's throats, jamming them in their faces without any kind of regard for actually communicating with people. Right, right. And, and, and you know, trying to, trying to 
I don't know, get them on your side, mm -hmm. get them in agreement with you uh, moving forward as opposed to, hey, this is the way it's going to be. Right. Fuck you if you don't like it. Yeah. You and it's, it's amazing because, you know, not to beleaguer the point, but, you know, getting into the White House, you need to have the pulse of the body politic. Yep. But like you said, after eight years, they go numb to that. Yeah. They just, you go from, you know, being in the trenches with people and knowing all the hot button topics to not having a fucking clue. Oh, yeah. Well, it's, <laughs> and it's no a, one's exempt from it. It's a, it's a very isolated existence being inside the Beltway. Mm -hmm. It's very easy to lose track of what, you know, the rest of us poor slobs are living through. Right. right. And, uh, and, you know, particularly with this round of progressives who are extremely idealistic. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like young people frequently are, extremely arrogant. And I think it was a lot of that PC shit, a lot of that thought police shit that went a long way towards creating the equal and opposite reaction, if you will. Mm -hmm. That was Trump. And just a little message. And, you know, I'll say this again, reminding people that, you know, I'm the Democrat. I'm the liberal part of the team that is Johnny Teflon <laughs> and Michael Sean Lee. But I'm looking at this going, please, God, don't make that mistake again. Yeah. Don't do it again. You know, because if, if, you, if you haven't learned... You're going to get Donald Trump round two. Yeah, and worse. It, it, it may be somebody a lot more extreme mm -hmm. and a lot more totalitarian. God only knows who's out there who's going to emerge sometime over the next four years. Yeah. You know, so if you didn't like Donald Trump message to the Republican or message to the progressives, the Democrats, you better check your shit. Yep. You know, and ask yourself how did that situation be created? Yeah. You know, I mean, what was it? Eighty thousand, eighty million people voted for Joe Biden. Seventy-five million people. Seventy-four million people voted for Donald Trump. Mm. There needs to be some across the board communication here. You know, or or we're just going to do this all over again. And let's not do that because the last 4 years were very very hard. Very hard indeed. Truth. Yeah. So, anyway, that's my first <laughs> foray <laughs> into people whose resolutions I hope they made and if you didn't make them, I'll make them for you. Fair enough. And, uh, Fair and John, enough. I'm sure I ignited a little uh, little fire over there on your end of the uh, spectrum. Yeah, and do, you know, do you got a do you got a resolution or two you were hoping some people would make? I got a couple, and I, and I tell you what, it's 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 tough for me to, to to go after the 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 famous, the iconics. Like I think you're going to. <laughs> um, mine are more leveled towards you know the the everyman. Okay. Um, the every man must have a say. Yeah, so, a say. so here's some resolutions I'd like to see happen. All right. Uh, well, first give us, one. Give us one, yeah. First one falls under a, a, a Big Ten, which you'll see in a second. That's a pun. Uh, Ruben S. <laughs> Quimmen and yoga pants don't Ooh. go. Ooh, yep, yep. Uh, so please make a resolution to either look good in the yoga pants or stop wearing them. Going to the store is rough enough most mornings without looking at that. <laughs> Not being sexist, not being mean, being realistic. Well, let's face it, they're not for everybody. They're not for everybody. You know, I sure as hell wouldn't wear them. Really? I, I hear they're made for people who do fucking yoga. <laughs> God That's forbid. That's all I got. All right, all right, all right. Well, you know, in my case, again, going off of, of resolutions, if you will, uh, on the political side of things, um, I do hope Mitch McConnell has made a New Year's Eve resolution. <laughs> Mitch, don't be a dick, okay? Uh, the most hated man in America. There we go. <laughs> Ascending to that particular throne. You know, eliminate the word obstruction from your, 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 your daily dialogue with people. Yeah. Unless you it's know? in your colon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hadn't thought of that. Thank you, John. <laughs> but yeah, Mitch, don't be a dick. Come on, man. It's just not easy to work with. <laughs> 
Uh, if Jimmy Stewart was on Quaaludes, it might sound like Mitch McConnell. That's crazy. I hadn't thought of that. But yeah, yeah, that's that's it exactly. Quaaludes and tequila. You got Mitch McConnell. Bingo. Yeah. <laughs> All right, firing it back to you, John. You got one? Oh, woof. All right. I know, I'm, I know I'm putting you on the spot. I apologize. I know. But it's tough. It's like rapid fire, folks. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, to, uh, to a great American company, the Ford Motor Company. Here we go. I would hope that their resolution is to abort. <laughs> Did I just light another political firestorm? You might have. Abort yeah. the four-door Mustang. Oh! And while you're at it, call up your friend, Dr. Porsche, and have them eliminate that ostentatious four-door Porsche oh my that low-level executives revel oh. driving around in. I'm dying over here. I mean, there's a four-door Mustang. That's- no, man. Shit, no, man. I believe you get your ass kicked saying something like that, man. Awful. Thus completes the pussification of the United States of America. Who is the asshole that came <laughs> up with that idea? Better yet, it's electric. Jesus. So now you could wind up this four-door oh Mustang Lord, and just have at it. Ugh. Yeah. That's that's awful. That's yeah. beyond awful. And it came out of nowhere. Very little press. And it was like, I, I read an article on it about two weeks, literally, before the TV commercial started. And they were doing the fanfare. Yeah. But you would think something, if they were really behind it, they would have so much fanfare. The new four-door electric Mustang changing. The, yeah. They kind of just inserted in a commercial, and they're like, look what we did. <laughs> God. Who's the idiot that greenlit that? Someone who's not going to have a job in 2021. I'm telling you, man, and deservedly so. Right. You know, And, and Porsche, it's even, that's even, oh, God, I can't even Seriously. wrap my brain around that idea. <laughs> God, Jesus. Well, you've all seen those, those four, I don't even know what the name of it is, that, that four-door Porsche. Not even an SUV. It's a sedan. I, I just don't get it. Why See, would you are, spend $70,000 on a Porsche those sedan? Are two words that you should never, ever have in the same phrase right. Porsche and sedan. Right. That's, are that's there gone soccer gone moms? Or, I mean, can, does it have straps in it for a, a baby seat? I don't know. Yeah. I don't get it. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm as, as conscious of you know, climate change and the environment as anybody could possibly be on, on the left side of the dial these days. Sure. But, you know, there are certain things that, you know, quite honestly, should violate nature, and, and Mustangs are definitely in that category. And as far as Porsche goes, this, you know, I mean, God, do I have to explain this to people? You know, Porsche <laughs> is, you know, and, and there's an element of cool there that just just, just should not be tampered with. A, a Porsche should be something... It's not a family car! It's not, and it's something that a man or woman should aspire to yes. once they've reached a certain station in life. Yeah. And that station is a station, not... A station wagon. No. Okay? And that'll be the next not. thing. Good Lord. <laughs> Over a to you, sir. Porsche. That's god-awful. Wow, that's, that's tough to follow up on, man. That, that really is. That's, ouch. I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit verklempt here. I'm, I, gotta, I gotta take a minute here. I bet the horn is real masculine, too, on that. <sighs> Jesus, I'm sure. Excuse me, beep. Excuse me, beep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, resolutions. Resolutions. All right, I'm going to veer off of, of, of bashing po- politicians, and, and I'm going to stay away from that for a moment. And I'm going to hit up popular culture. Uh, message to Hollywood. I hope you people have made a New Year's resolution to stop making Stephen King books into movies. It Bully doesn't that. work. Here, it here. It does not work. <laughs> it never has. It never will. With the, with the possible exemption... Uh, to The Shining, only because it was a Jack Nicholson tour de force. Right. I mean, if you, if you remove that factor and look at it, 
it stunk as a version of the book, right. The Shining. It was fucking awful. But then they did the remake, uh, which was closer to the book, but just didn't, again, didn't have the Jack Nicholson creep factor yeah. in there. Lost Cause. Now, is there a recent Steve yeah, King they vehicle did, that CBS, triggered this? Yeah, CBS is doing is taking another swing at the stand. Oh yes, which you know they've they've taken a crack at the stand before. Starring my favorite, Whoopi Goldberg, <laughs> scumbag, an folks, American folks, institution. For, for those of you who are not picking that up, that was facetious. That was extremely facetious. She's so talented. That put the facetious meter in the black in the red. Excuse me. As a matter of fact, it blew the fucker up. It just blew it up. <laughs> that bang that you heard in the background. That was the facetious oh, meter going completely to hell. <laughs> and yes, Guinan is in the film. She is. She is. But uh, you know that actually wasn't wasn't. Really, the crux to my was there a spot in the movie for Jory Behar as well because she's uh, also very talented. I, Trash. I haven't <laughs> seen the cast list beyond Whoopi, <laughs> but uh, you know, you just—it's uh, just a bad idea. It's yeah. just a bad idea bad all idea. the way around. You know, it just there are some things that just don't work. They just don't work. Should be left alone. Yeah, and this is this is not a not a matter of of technology catching up to things like with the superhero films, the Marvel mm -hmm. films, the DC films, the Star Wars films. You know, this isn't about technology. This is about you know what an amazing writer Stephen King right, is, right. and the depths uh, that his books go into uh, trolling. You know, the terror of the human soul. Yeah, you know, and the guy, you know, he's from Maine, and if you know anything about Maine or the people Creepy. from Maine, <laughs> just a little bit. But you know, they're a very unique crew, and Stephen is one of them. And I, I actually have had the pleasure of meeting the man and meeting his son. Hmm. And they're very, very unique individuals. So you're the one that ran them over. I, Kept going. I'm, I, I'm <laughs> no comment on that. No comment. And I wasn't drinking that night. <laughs> I was nowhere near the state of Maine, folks. It was a dark and stormy night. <laughs> but anyway, Hollywood right. needs to veer off of that. They need to stop. It just doesn't work. And I agree. I, I fully support that New Year's resolution. Why, thank you. Um, you got one? You got another one, John, off the top well, of your head? Well, I'll tell you what. I, I hate to turn my sights on Hollywood because, you know, I just I follow those people and try to model my life after them. I've noticed that. None more so than Mr. Alec Baldwin. <laughs> oh, shit. One of my faves. <laughs> Dickweed. <sighs> and yes, was, yes, once again, folks, that was sarcasm. <laughs> I would say um, Alec's New Year's resolution should be to go grab himself a copy of uh, the Rosetta Stone. Uh, for Spanish, since he's Ouch. got this this uh, Spanish, not Spanish wife of his. Um, well, at least she she claims to be from Spain. She's actually from Maine, I think it was, or another section of Massachusetts. Really? Oh my goodness, she's a um, New Englander. Yeah, she's oh, a, no she kidding. is a New Englander. I didn't know that. Hilaria is her name, right? Yes, which yeah. sounds like something they diagnosed women with in 1900. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. 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 We're gonna have to use this vibrator because, ma'am, you have Hilaria. Is it serious, Doctor? I don't know. I may have to numb it. Num, 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 num. <laughs> All right. Talk about departures. I like to give him a pass. <laughs> I truly do. Given the amount of paparazzi photographers he's punched out over the years. Well, there's that. You but, know? you know, you know how I am, and I am a lot of things, but I'm not a hypocrite. Mm. So, when he started lashing out at the media, who was poking these questions and lobbing these questions about his wife and her origins that she you know, throws out there and is so very proud of her Spanish origin, he responded to the media with a hi-ho F you and other expletives and basically told them to go shit in their hat. 
Well, I wish it was that easy for the rest of us just to dismiss <laughs> the whims of the mass media. Again, you know, I, I, I like the guy just based on the, the, the amount of times he's kicked paparazzi photographers in the face. <laughs> you know, as far as I'm concerned, That's any guy that does that... Even if you take his parking spot, he punches you. Everything he does, he punch, punch, punch. I got no problem with that. You know, I don't. He's, a, you know, a New Yorker. He's a New Yorker through and through. So, but, you know, we agree to disagree on many topics. I think this will probably this be one, one, you know, yep. and, and, and that's fair enough. But, Note uh, to self, he loves Whoopi and Alec. Leave those two alone. <laughs> Yes, we're rolling into 2021 here, folks. We yep. are indeed. Okay. I, I think in 2021, people are going to start to see a little bit more of our uh, differences of opinions on things. But again, you know, also our ability to agree, to disagree, oh, have always. a drink, play yes. some tunes, and move on. Always. That will never change. Yeah. Dick. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, I don't feel like I've gone through the day and, 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 and sufficiently accomplished what I need to accomplish on any given day if I haven't crossed swords with Johnny yep. Teflon. And I tell you what, on that note, yes. why don't we downshift and we jam? That sounds like a plan to me. And it's going to be a fun jam because okay. we're all about just, hope and joy. Yes, yes absolutely. 2021. We, we're setting the bar high. Um, we're being optimistic, which you know is difficult, being as cynical as we are. Exactly. But uh, but yeah, we have we have very high expectations for 2021. You know, for no other reason than the fact that 20, 2020 just sucked beyond the scale. Totally. Of being totally. able to suck. So. But maybe it's also taught us to be a little flexible. Absolutely. And on that note, here's a song you wouldn't expect we would normally play on this bastion of classic rock. I like it. A little ditty by Prince. We'll be back in a couple minutes with some more things and stuff. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to get through this thing called life. And if you have a better chance, it brings forever. That's a mighty long time, but I'm here to tell you.
always lightens the mood, right? <laughs> I love that call. That was a great call, John. And it's just unlike what we normally do. But when you listen to Prince's guitar playing, you're like, holy shit, he rocks. Ergo, he dude, belongs in a rock Dude podcast. was a monster. He was one of the single most talented artists to Super have come talented. along in yep. our... In our lifetime, you know, miss him to this Singing, day. Singing, playing different instruments, writing a song. I mean, it's the yeah, total package. Yeah, and that was, of course, off the uh, the Purple Rain soundtrack, I believe. Yep. Which I think yep. came out in 84. I believe you which was Which is just a phenomenal album. Still holds up. Sure. And, uh, and yeah, man, 2021, let's go crazy. Yep, I like we're it. We're going like crazy. It. Yeah. Which now brings us to uh, another segment near and dear to my heart. Little thing we call lyrically speaking. I like it. You know, it's one of our few segments that doesn't have a, a jingle and a lead in. Interesting. Yeah, maybe weird. We, How maybe we should that? do something about that. I put my people on it directly. Because <laughs> nice. this year I want to get nice. people. Yeah. No, this is definitely one of the more fun segments that we do. I enjoy the hell out of this. And I'm saying this, you know, just as I'm sure Johnny Tevlin's going to make me look like an idiot. No, no, yeah, no, 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 no. So, but, here's uh, the, the way we do it, folks. We'll, lead, we'll read. Uh, uh, couple lines of lyrics from a here's the thing it's got to be a famous well-known well-sold song of the classic rock genre and you see the key is to read it in kind of a robotic voice because your urge is you want to sing the lyrics like the song <laughs> yes. and really i don't want the son of a bitch to win we've done this once so far it was a lot of fun and it ended in a tie yes all so right clean yeah. slate all right would you like me to go first sir? please do let's, all right let's let's roll here we go first question to michael sean lee all right but the Bedouin they brought out, the electric camel drum, the local guitar picker got his guitar picking thumb. Good God. That sounds Jethro Tull. That just, that just reeks of like progressive Jethro Tull or something. I'm totally blanking. I have no, no clue. Wow. And did I mention fuck you? <laughs> um, and this is one of the ones I thought for sure. Hit me right in the you face. Would get. Really? No yeah. kidding. Read it again? Okay. But the Bedouin they brought out, the electric camel drum, the local guitar picker got his guitar picking thumb. You know, I'll bet if you sang it, I'd get it. Probably. Because yep. it, it does sound, it sounds horribly familiar, and I just can't put my thumb on it. Yeah, I'm going to, you might try to pull a, um, what's that guy that killed himself in jail? <laughs> what you oh, find out Jesus. This Jesus. <laughs> okay, so you're, Blank? I'm no blanking. I'm blanking. Eh, not, not, can't get it. Well, I'm sorry to inform you, sir. That is The Clash. Rock the Casbah. Oh, dear God. <laughs> Can I hear that again, please? But the Bedouin they brought out, the electric camel drum, the local guitar picker got his guitar picking thumb. Oh, fuck Joe Strummer. <laughs> God damn that bastard. God damn him. Zing. Oh, God. And I'm laughing, folks, but wait till he hits me with something yeah, that, that he yeah. considers famous. Yeah, he would toss that down, <laughs> down my wheelhouse, The Clash. I heard wow. this one in an Indian medicine hut in Arizona once. I See, the problem like was that Joe sang the lyrics obscure in that, that song. Yep. You know? Did you know that song was written by the drummer, Topper Hedden? I did not know that. Yeah, that was the Topper Now you're stalling. Tune. Read your it lyrics. Was, it was, <laughs> <laughs> I am stalling. I'm trying to recover. I'm trying to recover. All right, all right. I got one for you. All right, let me clear I my got one here. for you. All right. All right, here we go. Uh, very, very, very quick, simple thing, but very iconic lines. Uh, wish we had a joint so bad. Are you serious? Yeah. You can't give me two lines of anything. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you were a fan of this band, 
You would know this. But the thing is, you got to get the band and the song. It's one of the most iconic, iconic lines of that era. Grateful Dead? No. <laughs> then I give up. Fair never, enough. Never feed. You better look at your restaurant. Don't John, give me two Johnny, lines. Johnny, I'll, 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 I'll give you this. It was a bit of a trick question. Oh, uh, that was from him. the big star hit In the Street, uh, which was, of course, the, uh, the theme song to the, that 70s show. But for stupid, stupid reasons, um, they deleted those lines from the version that they did. I believe Cheap Trick recorded a version of that for the show. Yep. And they deleted that verse, you know. And this was not... Is that the know, hardest one? Because that is so obscure. It, it might have been. It might have been. <laughs> I just, I wanted to bring it up, you know, me being me, because they deleted that from, <clears throat> you know, again, the version they did for the theme of that 70s show. Mm -hmm. And this wasn't, you know, the 70s or even the 80s. You know, they felt the need to drop those lines from a show that was in the 1990s. But, and yeah. focused on smoking pot in the basement almost every episode. Every episode, yeah. exactly. Go figure. So, little irony. Sorry, John, I, 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 I wanted to throw you a curveball. Yeah, in the future, no, no two-liners. <laughs> ever. Seriously, ever, ever again. All of mine are at least four, if not five. All right, all right, fair Unbelievable. enough. Unbelievable. Fair enough. All right, what else you got? Okay. Uh, oof. Read this so that you can't cheat because I don't <laughs> trust you or anything. Okay. I'm worth a million in prizes with my torture film. Drive a GTO, wear a uniform, all on a government loan. Wow. That was Iggy Pop. And I want to say Lust for Life. That is correct, sir. Bang. Bang. Oh, man. Which was funny, folks. A little background. Nothing about this is funny. Folks. This was this was one of the one of the potential gems that we debated for the show, and it's it's very funny that. Which is uh, why I didn't want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> why, John? I don't understand why you don't want to use. It. Trust he, me, he, he I just, just don't. he just shut me down on that one, folks. When I suggested it, you know, during pre-show, he was like, "No, yep. no." All right, all right. I got one for you. Oh, I got one for you. One note. <laughs> I can name that song. All right. And if you go chasing rabbits and you know you're going to fall, tell them a hookah-smoking caterpillar has given you the call. Holy Alice in Wonderland references. Oh, there you go. There you go. Now it's bad because then it brings me to a particular music video that has all that imagery, but I don't think that's the song. This is one of those ones where I tell you what it is, you're going to kick yourself. You're going to kick your own Probably. ass. Repeat that, sir. And if you go chasing rabbits and you know you're going to fall, tell them a hookah-smoking caterpillar has given you the call. Is it Tom Petty? Damn. I don't know. Tick-tock, tick-tock. Uh, that was Jefferson Airplane, White Rabbit. Yeah, I should have got that. And at least it was several lines, so you're improving. <laughs> I, fig I figured you'd, you'd, you'd get and the it's lyric. it's not that obscure. But I you, wouldn't, you wouldn't get the title of the song, because the title of the song is tough. Everybody mm. you know, is familiar with the song itself, but you know, the song title, White Rabbit. Right. Yeah. All right. All right, so. What else we got? Wow. Oof. These are going to get a little more difficult now. All right, you, I all think, right. And I hope they're going to get a little more difficult for you now. 
I'm only down by one. He's flipping me off here, folks. He just, okay. just so you know. A dreamer of pictures, I run in the night. You see us together chasing the moonlight. Neil Young, Cinnamon Girl. You dick, that is correct. <laughs> oh. He even knows flannel rock, folks. All right. Hey, I got one from your wheelhouse now in the 1980s. So he says. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I will be stunned if you don't get this one. Ready? Hey. All right. <laughs> Strapped in the chair of the city's gas chamber, why I'm here I can't quite remember. Like I said, the big hint, 1980s. Arguably the biggest band of the 1980s. Oof. Would you like to hear it again? Yes, please. Strapped in the chair of the city's gas chamber, why I'm here I can't quite remember. Is it the talking heads? Nope. You're right. <laughs> You're really going to kick yourself if you don't get it. I'm sure I will. Go ahead. Guns N' Roses, Paradise City. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> so that was what for me? Number three? Uh, that was number two. Uh, actually, wait a minute. I think One, it was number three. Two. That was number three. You're right. right. You're right. So I could tie if you get the next two wrong. Okay. Which, <laughs> this fucking guy. All right. Uh, my sister's ex-husband can't get no loving. Walks around dog-faced and hurt. Now he's got nothing, head in the oven. I can't decide which is worse. Oh, shit. I know that. God damn it, I know that. Can you read it? Do it again. I sure can. My sister's ex-husband can't get no loving. Walks around dog-faced and hurt. Now he's got nothing, head in an oven. I can't decide which is worse. Oh, shit. That's one of those ones that's just like right on the tip of your tongue. Yeah, it's hard not to sing it. <laughs> All these, it's hard not to sing them. Ah, damn it! You blanked me. I'm not going to get it. I'm not Take it in a second. It. Take it in a second. Shit! Read it one more time. My sister's ex-husband can't get no loving. Walks around dog-faced and hurt. Now he's got nothing. Head in the oven. I can't decide which is worse. Oh. Oh, I know I'm going to bang my head against the wall on this one. Ah, blanket, Johnny. What is it? Nothing. Tom Petty, you're so bad. Damn it. Ah, my sister's ex-husband. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it <laughs> totally, totally had a Tom Petty ring to it. Yes. Totally. Don't mind me if I'm like, fist pumping right yeah. now. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I'm still alive. All right, all right, <laughs> all right. You ready? Ready. Okay, going to challenge your knowledge here. Oof. Dear sir or madam, would you read my book? It took me years to write it. Would you take a look? Holy shit, I know that. Hold on. Oh, son of a... Uh, you see, what you do in this when you're in this position, folks, is you, you sing it to yourself in your head, yep. trying to get it. One more time. Dear sir or madam, would you read my book? It took me years to write it. Would you take a look? This is not going to be what I think it is. 
I'll say who I know it's not, but I could vaguely be. It's not a Billy Joel song, is nope, it? No. Nope, okay. No, nope. I wouldn't. I wouldn't do a Billy Joel tune uh, to you. You'd nail it in a minute. I got nothing. That's the Beatles, paperback writer. Damn it! Yes. <laughs> and the the line I was fixated on was, "It took me years to write it." And I'm like, "What the hell do I know that from?" Yeah. Oh yeah. What it, threw me was the sir or madam. I never caught that in the yeah, song. Yeah, yeah. It's the very beginning line. Your sir or madam? Damn. Would you take a look? Yeah. And it, you know, it's funny it because years to write it. Would you yeah, take a look? I was I, not too long ago listening to some Beatles stuff and. Like when I heard that, it was just like this is one of the be- best songs of all time. Damn it. You know, it blows everybody to shame. All right, know? well, quite like the Patriots, I'm not going to win anything, <laughs> but I'm playing for pride. All right, all right. All right. Last all right. one for you, sir. Okay. Arguably the most difficult one. Okay. Not to not to get in your get in your head or anything. Yep. A jumping up, falling down. Don't misunderstand me. You don't think that I know your plan? What you trying to hand me? Wow. Again, and this is a bitch of this. This is a tough game. It it sounds so familiar. Oh, God. I know it. I know I'm going to... Yeah, if it's any consolation to you, I know you know this song. I'll bitch slap myself (laughs) if I don't get it. Could you read it to me again? A jumping up, falling down. Don't misunderstand me. You don't think that I know your plan. What you trying to hand hand me? me. Oh, shit. You know, if I had another half an hour, I'd probably figure this out. I'd keep singing it to myself over and over again, and I'd get it. Damn it! I'm hitting a wall. I'm not going to get it. What do you got, John? Still going to win now. You've got that. Yeah. That was the James Gang, Funk 49. Damn! Don't misunderstand me. Yep. Damn it. Ah. Told you it was a tough one. See, that's the, that's, the, that's the killer thing about this game is like, you know, it sounds familiar and you, yep. you're hearing it in your head and it's like, what is that? What is that? I know that. I know that, you know? Hmm. Ah, damn it. Well, you got one more for me. My, my saving grace one. I All hate right. to get blanked. All right. I, 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 will, I will preface this by saying this is not Johnny's wheelhouse. Mm. Um, but damn uh, it. But if he, can get, if he can get this one... He should uh, he should get bonus points. My uh, my 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 conceited fear is that his knowledge of this band, you know, Johnny's not a not a huge '90s band fan. Oh, it must be James Addiction then. There's a, there's a select few '90s bands he knows his shit on. So we'll see what happens. Let's go with it. All right. Emptiness is loneliness, and loneliness is cleanliness, and cleanliness is godliness, and God is empty. Just like me. Smashing Pumpkins. Oh, there we go. Zero. Bang! Woo! <laughs> <laughs> nice work, John. I know that wasn't your wheelhouse. I know that wasn't your uh, Ironically, your my backyard, favorite Smashing Pumpkins song. Is it it's really? the only reason I got Oh, that. no shit. All yep. right. I figured I figured you'd know the lyric, but I'd get you on the title. Oof. You know? But yeah, nice work, John. Nice well, it, work. Was, it was almost enough. At least I didn't get blanked. Good contest, <laughs> sir. Damn it. We'll get him next time. Folks. Nice, nice See, work. The audience was clearly rooting for me. Do you think? Because you're the music guy. You should win this <laughs> shit. I'm just a stupid ass with a microphone. I am telling you. I'm telling and you. And on that note, it's time for another gem. Shall we do another gem? Yes. What do you got like for it. us, Mike? I like it. Well, this is this is gonna be a little tasty. I'm a big fan of this. 
Um, and we're busting this because it does make ref reference to uh, lyrics and songs and whatnot. Uh, this is from arguably the drunkest band of all time, The Replacements. Uh, and this is a song called Alex Chilton. Outstanding. Hey, I listened to it the first time, and I loved it, folks. I hope you like it, too. We'll be back in a couple more minutes with some more things. And... a little dose of the replacements. I, 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 I like that too. That. And it might that. make you want to listen to some more of them. And you know, we had a, had a little, uh, little connection there. Uh, the replacements, of course, are from Minnesota, as is Prince, mm -hmm. um, and played some of the same venues and whatnot. And, uh, and the replacements, again, you know, with all due respect to the Pogues, uh, were quite arguably the drunkest band of all and time. And I'm sure the replacements had better teeth. Yeah, well, I don't know. Well, yeah, probably. Dude, if they had any teeth, they yeah. had better teeth. <laughs> exactly. 
But this was this song was uh, uh, an incredible uh, writing venture from Paul Westerberg because he talked about Alex Chilton, the immortal Alex Chilton, uh-huh. um, who, of course, you know, any classic rock fan knows, was the vocals behind the letter. Mm-hmm. You know, give me a ticket to an airplane. Yep. You know, and uh, and Alex Chilton's life was was a strange progression of things. You know, when he did the letter. He was 17, 18, something like that, you know, and working with some of Muscle Shoals' uh, greatest writers and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the kid blew up at that age. And, you know, that must have been ridiculously hard to handle. And then he went into Big Star, which was another reference we made uh, earlier in the show during, um, during the uh, Lyrically Speaking mm-hmm. uh, segment about uh, that song In the Street, right. which is probably the best-known Big Star tune. And uh, and over the course of Alex Chilton, uh, they do you know reference in the uh, in the bridge you know never went far without a little big star mm-hmm. you know so it really was a writing tour de force for uh, for Paul Westerberg mm-hmm. and probably the best known replacements tune right and the replacements you know were an '80s band and they laid the groundwork for a lot of bands that came after him in the '90s and uh, and yeah it just you know. Uh, a very, very iconic band, a very interesting band in their whole progression in their history. And uh, if you're ever going to write a tribute tune, you know, to an artist that, that influenced you, Alex Chilton, you know, that's in the top five, without mm. a doubt, you know. Good stuff from The Replacements, yeah. good stuff. Works for me, man, yeah. works for me. All good gems this episode. Yeah. So now that we're in 2021, John, and, and we're talking about... Uh, what were we talking about at the beginning of the show as far as uh, our ruthless agenda? Ruthless expansion. Ruthless expansion, yes, yes. <laughs> well, so what do, we, what do we have on the agenda? What are we going to ruthlessly expand? Well, I tell you what, you, you can't expand without uh, capital and materials. <laughs> okay. And by materials, I need, yeah, I, I mean shows and stuff. Well, we, we can, we can do materials. Offer. What are we going to do That's about the I've capital side up. of things? But. Depending on how you look at it, your material is your capital. That's okay. your worth. Oh, very good. Right? So we don't have to go out and sell drugs. No, no, oh, well, good. Not, not this week. Oh, all right. You know, but as any uh, artist or creative person will tell you, you know, whatever they produce, that's their worth. Without you know? a doubt. Without a doubt. Um, so I'm busy on a lot of different shows. You know, we've added a whole bunch of stuff to the um, Classic Rock Showcase. So upcoming in the next couple of weeks. Uh, we got a David Bowie Volume Two. Nice. Uh, there's a Peter Frampton one in there. There's a Peter Gabriel one. The MC Five one's coming up. MC Five, really? Yep. Oh, good stuff. We're hitting it from all angles. Um, you know, and if I could, I, I, I'd like to like to plug one of my favorite Big Boom Radio shows. Let's not forget about the Rockabilly Rumble, folks. There it is. You know, that's that's good stuff all the way around. Made a new one of those today, as a matter nice. of fact. Nice. And uh, that one always takes longer because it's a two-hour affair. Sure. Yep. And you got to find, you know, where you want the breaks because you got to satisfy the sponsors. You got to you know? do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the reality. But uh, yeah, just uh, I had a lot of fun doing it, like I always do. Um, my, I have, you know, I almost have too many oars in the water because we haven't, <laughs> we haven't shut the door on getting us animated yet. But it's just a daunting task oh yeah um and i'm always it's a, it's a daunting t- task if you if you have to sleep if you don't have yeah, to sleep exactly, exactly. you know then there's no problem and at it, all, admittedly you know? i'm even reaching my limit of stuff i could put on my plate right now yeah um but in spite of that i'm thinking about we need a punk rock show oh you know Ooh. and that's an interesting proposition it is it's like just it. an hour-long format but i haven't really Deciding, you know, what day of the week it would work, if I'm going to shuffle it with something else or not. And, and folks, don't kid yourself. Johnny knows this is right in my wheelhouse. He absolutely knows Yeah, this. but getting you to commit to it is something <laughs> entirely different. 
See, folks, Michael Sean Lee, See, that's he's a I'm... bit of a free spirit. <laughs> and he doesn't like the shackles of what we call responsibility. You know, I got about a dozen ex-girlfriends <laughs> that would say, yeah, you got that asshole exactly right. I spoke you know? to all of them. Yeah, Did that's you really? where I got this uh, from. God. That's where I got the bio really? from. And we're still speaking. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. But we'll discuss this, you know, off camera, as yeah, they say. Because, yeah, yeah. yes, it would be right up your wheelhouse. It's an interesting harbinger of things to come. Yeah, but it's it it's one of those. It's you know, it's it's a genre of rock and roll that right now is only represented by either one of the groups getting in the classic rock showcase or the few songs I'll put in there that are, that are punk rock orientated on the Rockabilly Rumble. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I mean, even ska has Saturday Night Ska. You know, yeah. the yeah. ladies got girl power. I mean, then we got the different you know. Uh, decade pieces, yeah. um, New Wave Wednesdays and Saturday Morning 70s. We yep. got 90s overnight. So really everything is covered except punk music. Yeah, and a lot of people don't realize the depth of quote-unquote punk. You know, right. there was L.A. punk, there was New York punk. Yep. There there's was, new, there's old, there's medium. Yeah, there's, there's English <laughs> punk. And they, they were all distinctly different and they were all... Uh, influenced by distinctly different things, mm-hmm. so yeah, there's 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 a lot of lot of ore to be mined there, for right. lack of a better term. And I think out of, out of all the things that we'd like to do, that'll probably be the first to hit, you know, because I've got all the stuff blueprinted out with the other eleven shows that we do. <laughs> so it's not like you have to reinvent the wheel; we just got to allocate a little more time. That's yeah. all. Yeah, but um, yeah, we Something continue to, look to, uh, to. yeah we continue to gain popularity. This podcast is, is blowing up because it's so easy to listen to everywhere. Yeah. Whether you go directly to BigBoomRadio.com and listen to it, or you go Spotify, or you know, go to the source, which is RSS.com. They got a huge catalog of podcasts there. Yeah. Really, the only one we're not on that I'm aware of is iHeartRadio, okay. which you've Ooh. had experience with, right? Yes, yes. And I'm used, not to a be big known fan. As, used to be known as Clear Channel. Right. And let me go on record right now. Uh, like torpedoing our future and saying, fuck those guys. Yeah, and I'm totally with you. You know what? Because we don't dance for the man. This, no. this, this, no, yeah, man. it's not how we do it. Yeah. So they can go shit in their hat. I like that. Um, they wrecked it, uh, as far as I'm concerned, terrestrial radio, yeah, yeah. as we know it. They fucking wrecked it. Yep. You know, so yeah, fuck those guys. So that's what we're looking at in the future. And of course, lots of more great episodes of this podcast. I still can't believe. This is episode 51. Oh, I know, man. It's crazy. <laughs> it seems like it's yesterday. Crazy. Well, just listening to the best, the best of episode, you know, that we, we uh, ended uh, 2020 with. Yep. It, uh, it just, it was, it was fun to listen to. You know, we went in so many different directions in 2020, you know, bouncing off of this, bouncing off of that, and all the crazy shit that went on in 2020. Yep. And, uh, and you, know, you know, we talked about this at the end of, uh, at the, end of the award show, you know, how much fun this is to do. And how, how much of a good time we do it. And how much we hope, you know, that this is a respite for people, right. you know, from the horrors of reality. And know? in retrospect, that's exactly what it's been for me over the past yeah. year. Yeah. Because otherwise, what would I be doing? Sitting there watching Fox throwing my shoe at the TV every night. <laughs> it's, not, it's not any way to live. Just saying. I'm telling you, man. But yeah, we got high hopes for 2021. I think I, I, I got a good feeling about this year, John. I have no reason... Why? I just I just feel like it's going to be a very good year. And maybe we'll, we'll we'll you know branch out and sell out and get like a third person, probably a female, to sit in on this and follow that that regular format that all these things do. Sometimes it's just a woman with social observations. It would be interesting to Sometimes get some it's, feminine it's energy in here, man. You know. <laughs> you know? But in the meantime, I just you know an idea that we planted uh, not too long ago. I fully intend to pursue 
you know, the party angle to celebrate the end of the pandemic. Oh, yes, the party is still alive, folks. <laughs> yeah, we haven't, that wasn't just something we threw out, folks. That's and, something we're and working on. to show on. he's serious about that, he, uh, he did a lot of practice work New Year's Eve, <laughs> I understand. But he made it here just, today, just only two days sure after. I, I still got good game. That was, you know, that was what it was all about, man, you know. All right, well done. And thank you again for tuning in, folks, and sharing some time with us. As always, I'm Johnny Teflon. And I'm Michael Sean Lee. And, and we're going to cap this show. Oh, that's right. I yes. almost forgot. Yes. With, More uh, uplifting. Yeah, with what uh, well wishes from, uh, from, the, uh, from the Riffs and Ranch crew and what we expect and what we're hoping for for 2021. So uh, I have the pleasure, I believe, of introducing this song. Sure. Uh, this is Florence and the Machine. This is Dog Days Are Over. And there it is. That's how we'll close out today, folks. Tune in next time. Happiness hit her like a train on a track. Coming towards her.